Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Erratic Unicorn Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of random shit, <laughs> mostly pop culture related. Um, I wanted to get on here and talk about an anime series that I just got into, and it's a series that I won't be watching anymore. <laughs> kind of scarred for life, honestly. Um, <laughs> yikes. Like, this... I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I never want to see anything like this ever, ever, ever again. The series is called Redo of Healer. And oh my gosh. Whew. So without further ado, I'm going to read to you guys the synopsis of this series real quick. Kiaru, who is exploited repeatedly by others due to being a healer magician, notices what lays beyond just his magic healing ability and is convinced that a healing magician is the strongest class in the world. However, by the time he realizes his own potential, he is already deprived of everything. Thus, he uses healing magic on the world itself to go back four years into the past, deciding to redo everything and get revenge on the ones who exploited him. Okay? That is the synopsis. What I was... <sighs> what I was expecting was like, you know, I was like something revenge related maybe, but I wasn't thinking on the lines of like, you know, what I witnessed. Like, you know, from the, the synopsis, it just seems like, you know, an, just another like isekai, um, just another one, you know. Now, I did look at the the photo of, like, the manga. I thought, like, oh, this is going to be a little more adult. You know, whatever. So, the first episode was, it was decent. You know, like, there were some adult things. I'm just thinking, just like, you know, saying and, you know, boarding on, like, a little hentai. You know, whatever. Some normal shit. You know what I'm saying? And boy, oh boy, was I wrong by the time I got the season. Not season. <laughs> episode two. Oh, my gosh. Like, for one... There's just way too much rape for my comfort. Like, where was that necessary? You know, like, this was, like, brutal. It was very graphic. And, whew, I'm trying to figure out how this even aired on television. Like, honestly, like, how did this air on, like, Japanese broadcasting stations? You know, I see um, Funimation obviously didn't pick the series up. They weren't going to pick something like this up. I don't know if it's on Crunchyroll or anything like that, but... You know, oh my goodness, like, that was just so graphic from, like, in the beginning of the episode, it seems like, you know, like, he's being, you know, like, brutalized and, and, and taken advantage of, and he's taking advantage of other people, and it was just, it was just way too much, it was very sadistic, and I don't see how anybody could enjoy the second episode, or watch the second episode and say, hey, I can't wait to see what happens next, because I'm checking out. I'm checking out, you know, there's only so much that I can take. And when you know someone, if you've actually dealt with, you know, some of those sensitive topics, like not, whew, I needed a trigger warning. Let's just say that I needed a trigger warning and I know better now. I know better now. And, you know, I'm looking online and I want to see like, you know, what is the reception for this series? You know, as far as like the books go, y'all. The light novel series has sold over 800,000 copies in print. 
over 800,000 copies. That's a lot of people that's into some weird shit. And, like, I don't, you know, usually shame people, but, like, I, I shame this type of shit. Like, this is absolutely fucking unacceptable, <laughs> okay? Like, this is, like, horrible. And I wish I would have looked at the Anime News Network's Winter 2021 <laughs> preview guide, because they panned it. They panned it. Like, like, this is definitely, like, revenge rape, and it's very, very, very just disturbing extremely disturbing so from here on out me personally me i i'm gonna be a lot more um i'm gonna do a lot more research on the series before i watch it now <laughs> if it's something i've never really heard of before <laughs> because like I, I wasn't ready and i had to get up and say something about it today because i was gonna like wait till friday but after what I just witnessed, I was like, you know, I need to talk about it now. Because I've had, like, several people, like, sending me, you know, clips of the first episode saying, have you seen this yet? What do you think about it? da 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 And I sat down and watched the second episode and was just shocked and mortified. So I'm going to, like, relay that on to everybody else who's listening. Because, <laughs> like, I'm going to have to, like, cleanse my whole entire spirit right now. Like, honestly. I don't know if I'm going to watch Studio Ghibli or play Animal Crossing. But I need to do something wholesome for like at least an hour to like get this filth and crazy shit like out of my psyche. Like, I, I have to. <laughs> and, you know, on another note, <laughs> I wanted to discuss Black Widow. It is a movie that has been delayed time and time again. All of last year has been delayed again this year. And it seems like Marvel, Disney, whatever you want to call them, they don't know what they want to do about this film. Because they want to put it out in theaters only and kind of do a rush job and put it on Blu-ray. Or do they want to put it in theaters and Disney Plus at the same time? Are they going to you know, charge extra for you to rent this movie on Disney Plus at Premier Access bullshit where it's like $30 to rent a movie. You know, I, I have a lot of opinions about this movie and I feel like it should just come out. You know, the problem is we should have gotten a Black Widow movie around the time when like Winter Soldier came out. But prior to... You know, Kevin Feige and Bob Iger coming through and, and setting things in motion. The previous guy that was in charge of Marvel didn't really see the value in female heroes or, you know, heroes of color. So thank Kevin Feige and Bob Iger for getting Black Panther when it came out, for getting Captain Marvel when it came out, you know, for getting... Shang-Chi, when that finally comes out, all these great, diverse, and awesome heroes. But I think Black Widow's in just this really awkward place. And I think that it's kind of rough to keep delaying this movie. And it's not fair on the rest of like the Marvel Phase 4. Because there's so many other movies that have already started shooting. You know, movies that have, are close to being done being shot. And it just, it doesn't make sense to keep delaying stuff on and on. Like, COVID isn't really going away anytime soon. And I think it would be smart for Disney to just put the shit out, 
let people pay a little extra for it and be done. Unless, you know, I just, I don't see the point in, in keep delaying the film at this point. Like, it was supposed to come out last May. Like, last May. And here we are. I think that it'll give, it'll give Marvel fans something else to kind of whet their appetite in the meantime. Because, like, remember, like, last year was, like, the first year in over a decade where there was, like, no Marvel movies at all being released. And we got WandaVision on Disney Plus finally this year, which is cool, you know. And I think they're, they want to rev things up again. But they just, they have to be smart about it because I know that they want to make back their, all the money that they put together to even, like, you know, shoot the film. A lot of things are going to change in the film industry, I don't know if it's going to continue to be viable for these production companies to keep making these $100 million budget films, $200 million budget films, $300 million budget films if they can't get those seats in the box office and, and they, well, in the theaters and get that money at the box office. You know what I mean? So we'll see how the film industry continues to kind of like weave around this COVID situation, you know, the vaccine is out now and we'll see what happens, but I'm not holding my breath. I think the film industry is in shambles right now. That's why everybody's rushing to create their streaming services and getting those subscription dollars because that's adding up. If you have like 86 million people spending $4.99, $5.99, $6.99, however, $99, you know what I'm saying, a month. Like, they're making bank just on those subscriptions alone. So, like, I mean, Disney and Netflix, they're not going to be hurting for shit. <laughs> but it just, it kind of sucks because, you know, I do, I miss going to the movies. And for, like, the last year and some change, I didn't go to the movies as much as I used to. And I kind of regret that now. Like, I don't want to live my life knowing that the last movie I saw in theaters was The Lion King in 2019. I can't. That is a horrible movie, okay? As far as, like, if that was, like, the last movie I'd ever seen in theaters, like, oh, my God, like, what a fucking letdown would that be? Movie was awful. Like, I just, I, I, that would be really, really sad. Like, I, I need to do something about that. But I'm not trying to risk my life and other people's lives that I care about to go see a movie. Which brings me to my issue with the Demon Slayer movie. It's doing all these crazy box office numbers in Japan. And it's like the number one animated film of all time over there now, box office wise. And they want to catapult and, you know, it, they note the series is super popular in America too. And they want it in theaters, but like we're not going to the theaters right now. Like our country is in shambles. Like... Could they put it out of theaters for some people and let us rent it? I don't care if it's like a $10, $15, $20 rental. Like, I will still pay to be able to watch the movie in within like a 24 to 48-hour time frame or whatever. Because I really want to see the movie. You know, the television series is so good. And if you haven't seen Demon Slayer, it just premiered on Netflix. But I watched it on Funimation because I'm just such a anime nerd. I needed to have like a dedicated streaming service just to anime alone. <laughs> so, but if you don't want to do that, it's on Netflix now. And oh my gosh, like it's only 26 episodes and it's so worth it. 
you're gonna like just be like amazed by like the production quality and the voice acting everything about it's just crisp and it's amazing even if you don't watch anime you need to watch demon slayer i i feel like if you could sit through avatar the last airbender or steven universe or some of these other series that were obviously like inspired by japanese artists I think you could totally get down with Demon Slayer. Super duper triple enjoy it. Like, I really do mean that. It's such a great series. In a few days, we'll be in February, which brings me to my update with my PlayStation. I've been like my PlayStation, not collect dust, because I've been like protecting my PlayStation 5, y'all. Like, when it's not when it's not in use, I have it covered up. I'm always dusting off the TV stand. I don't see any kind of dust or any kind of speckles of no, any kind of dirt on my baby that is my baby okay like i put a lot of moolah into that baby with all the accessories and the games on top of that like we're talking easily like i spent over a stack on that whole system okay <laughs> like literally like over a stack but anyway destruction all-stars is going to be released on playstation plus well for people with playstation plus it'll be for free <laughs> And I'm really excited to play it for free because I was going to spend $70 on this game. And I was just talking to different people about this increase to video games. And I don't mind a game going up to $70 if it means I don't have to deal with microtransactions. If it means that I'm getting a really good, long experience with the game. And it takes me a while to beat it. I don't want to spend $70 on a game I'm going to beat in less than a week. You know, like, if I had to spend $70 on Kingdom Hearts 3, I would have been pissed. I mean, it's bad enough I spent... How much did I spend on Kingdom Hearts 3 when it came out? I got it um, on launch, but I had that Best Buy My Gamer thing. So I spent, like, maybe $50. And $50 is still kind of pushing it for Kingdom Hearts 3, I think. That felt like a $40 game to me. <laughs> it definitely felt like a $40 game. But I'm I'm willing to spend X amount of dollars on a game depending on how much they give me. For Spider-Man Miles Morales, I spent technically I spent seventy on it because I got the OG Spider-Man twenty eighteen game with it. But if I would have just bought the the launch edition with, you know, just Miles Morales, I think fifty dollars was a solid price for what you got. You know, I think Sackboy's a big venture. A Big Adventure was like a really cool game. That was worth $60. I think that they gave you a lot for your money. And, you know, I'm not really a Souls player. That's not my thing. You know, I, I kind of know my limitations when it comes to video games. And I'm not going to spend $70 on a game that I know I'm going to, like, be mad at. Like, you want to be able to enjoy your purchase. You know what I mean? So I've, I've taken it upon myself to no longer try to buy games that won't make me happy i.e. Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> still sitting over there collecting dust. But you know what? I'm going to update it and give a review on the update, possibly. We'll see. I just I don't know if the demand is there anymore at this point. Who's even talking about Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> you know, I'm actually more so excited about Bowser's Fury on the Switch. That looks like a lot of fun. And I've been kind of neglecting my Nintendo Switch. So I think 
I'm going to hop on, update all my games, and go from there. I know there's a free update coming up for... Shit. <laughs> what was that? Oh, yeah. For Animal Crossing. <laughs> I haven't been on Animal Crossing in, like, months. And it, I'm really sad that I've neglected it the way that I did. Because I was on a streak where, like, I was on there, like, every single day from the day that the game was released. Up until, like give or take, I was on there, like, really heavy for, like, at least four months, and then I kind of just stopped, you know, even when I, when there would be, like, big budget games that would get released for PlayStation last year, I would legit have my Switch in my hand, playing around my island, all the while trying to fight Sephiroth and, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, along with, you know, all the cool, fun stuff in Ghost of Tsushima, oh my gosh, like, Last year was a really great year for video games. I don't know if 2021 is going to top that. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Like, I'm really interested in Resident Evil Village, and I know there's a free demo out now. So I'm going to try that out and see how I like it. And I'll probably go on Twitch and check out Destruction All-Stars, Destruction All-Stars when it's released. Um, just to see, you know how it is and for you guys to see how it is if you don't want to you know buy it or if you don't have playstation plus to get it yourself for free you can just watch me be shitty along the way <laughs> all right guys and that'll be it for today i just want to do like a quick podcast really really quickly because i just experienced that horror that travesty of anime series and i had to get that out of my system and purge it out but expect another podcast from me on Friday. Usually what I'm kind of gunning for is to do a new entry every Friday from here on out. And then we'll like, you know, speed it up a little bit. Might get one on Wednesday and Friday. <laughs> but, you know, in the meantime, I'm going to try to shoot for every Friday to be consistent with you guys. And I think that's really doable. But I think that's fair. I can definitely do that for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for following and and giving me feedback. I really do appreciate it. And if you want to hit me up and get any kind of updates on Twitter, I'm available at underscore erratic unicorn on Instagram. I'm available at erratic underscore unicorn and Facebook. I'm available at the erratic unicorn. So you can Follow me and like those particular social media profiles and whatnot. Oh, and I'm on Twitch too. I forgot. I'm on Twitch at erratic underscore unicorn. I will be streaming on there very shortly. I'm going to start with Destruction All-Stars. So I think that'll be a good start. And if you're listening on Spotify, if you guys could do me a favor and click the follow button on Spotify for the podcast, you'll get notified whenever I post a new entry. Same thing with Apple Podcast and Anchor FM as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great day and I'm out.